Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. If it's Wednesday, it's the Burn Barrel Podcast with Alice K. Shattuck Esquire and Thomas Tiberius Shattuck. Good afternoon, mm-hmm. Burn Barrel fans. I hope everybody's fine. Hope things are well. Interesting times. Interesting times indeed. I can tell you one thing. Let me tell you something, Alice. Mm-hmm. Tell you what. Um, let's begin. Can we begin? I know that you're thrilled that your windows update that only delayed us by an hour and a half is 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 done um <laughs> it was worth it can we talk about my new favorite substitute teacher i would love to yes please i'm gonna allow i'm gonna yield the floor to you are you ready for the floor to be yielded to you i'm ready for the floor to be yielded. okay i yield to die um so basically we found out the big news in our town today was that um, a substitute teacher was arrested, and the substitute teacher was arrested because uh, it turns out he had child porn. So basically, how would they find something like that out? Uh, I don't know. I'm assuming probably somebody reported it to the police. I'm guessing. Yeah, Maybe. but how would somebody know that? Um. So. Well, I have some speculation. One is that um, he was talking to a lot of students on... He was an elementary school substitute, by the way. So talking Mm -hmm. to a lot of students doesn't mean like high schoolers who are like 16. He was talking to a lot of students on his TikTok and Snapchat, like sixth grade and under students. And um, my guess would be that it somehow involves that, that a kid saw something inappropriate and told their parents or a parent was looking at their kid's social media use and saw something inappropriate. So one of the charges is... Um, so you keep talking. One of the charges is uh, taking a nude photo without someone's knowledge. So I, I don't know what that means either, but it certainly sounds to me like something someone might report to the police potentially. So, I mean, obviously somebody reported this, something happened, but it was interesting because then like the school put out this statement saying how, um, how, you know, the, um, they were sorry and it was an ongoing investigation and innocent until proven guilty and they're cooperating fully and they're deeply sorry to anyone this impact on all the things right like that you're supposed to say if you're a school district Mm -hmm. but like my feeling is how did this even get that far to be that to for them to that to happen if he's talking to kids on social media because isn't that a red flag that you have a 24 year old substitute teacher in a district talking to like 11 year olds on snapchat yes Uh, yes i mean like just even if nothing 
inappropriate actually happens in those venues. The fact that he's friends with those kids on Snapchat when he's twice their age is weird. Is it not? Yes, it's weird. Absolutely. Of course it's weird. It's an outside thing. Snapchat is still notoriously one of the shadiest places to be, right? Because it still erases. Is that true? Right, right. And I mean, he was also talking to them on TikTok and all this stuff. Um, And, you know, it's weird, though, because not everyone in these groups seems to feel that way. Obviously, the schools didn't feel that way. Obviously, the parents of these kids didn't feel that way. First of all, I would never let my kid have a device that can freely go on TikTok and Snapchat at that age anyway. Period. The end. Like, that, it wouldn't happen. Okay. My 11-year-old is not friending people on Snapchat. It's not a thing. Okay, but Alice, I mean... Okay, but I realize I'm... We're not perfect, Alice. No, 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 we're not perfect. We're not perfect. But that is one that I feel strongly about, especially about TikTok and Snapchat. And certainly... Um. Yeah, we're not perfect. I'm not. Just in case in, anybody thought we were perfect. Yeah, I know you were all <laughs> laboring under this misapprehension. Yeah. Right. So. I mean, our kids have have gotten to devices where they can get to the outside world. Right. And no, people that's can true. talk to them on Roblox, and older people can talk to them. People, uh, you know, they're not exact. Yeah, we don't. We're not a hundred percent iron domed here. No, we're not. That's true, but. Um, that being said, like I keep a pretty close watch on who their contacts are on their devices. And like if it were a teacher that they knew in town who was an adult man and they were like friends with him and chatting privately on their phone, I would think that that was super weird. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I would. I mean, like I would already have reported that to the school district as an ethical problem and asked that they not hire this person anymore. Yeah. So I don't understand, first of all, the parents that are like, my kid loves Mr. Kenny. He's so nice. He's always been so great with kids. It's what, like, and I know I've said this on the show before and I get hate for it when I say it, but like, uh, he was also some of these families' babysitters, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't really believe in hiring 24-year-old man babysitters. I think that's freaking weird. Yeah, we talked to, I talked to, Timmy Canton called in today, actually, when we were Mm -hmm. talking about this topic. And he said that he and his wife, when they were looking for daycare places for their two kids, um, he saw a place, daycare place, and there was one man in there, and his wife said, essentially, no effing way. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get who wants to be around other people's little kids. uh, Women, I get. Women like babies. Men, I don't. Well, even just thinking of it now, even though it was, you know, it was the late 70s and early 80s, I didn't have a male teacher in elementary school. Yeah. In high school, it's different where there's like they're teaching like world history or something or math. Like, I don't think that. But yeah, there it's very uncommon to have male teachers even in elementary school. Not unheard of. Actually, it's funny. Another male teacher in our school district uh, had to. I don't know if. Just if he had to leave or if just the administrator had to leave, but he the, he was married and this administrator woman was married and they were um, hooking up on the side, the two of them. So, like, maybe just let's just not hire male anybody to work in the elementary well, school. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think that would be that would, like, help reduce the odds of this happening, because as far as all the research I've heard, like. Like, 90-plus percent of people who molest children are men. So, like, we could cut back on a lot of this problem if we just started there. So, that's, like, red flag issue number one is, like, him talking to all the kids, like, on Snapchat and TikTok and, like, being buddies with them. Because what 24-year-old man wants to be friends with, like, 10-year-old girls? Mm. Or boys. Or boys. I I don't know who at this point. I think he's friends with both. But, like, just weird that's weird that person shouldn't be a substitute teacher i understand the districts are desperate because uh substitutes never want to work um you know in in school districts because the pay is terrible and it's thankless but um you know i don't i it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth it i would have rather had all the kids in the auditorium in a study hall than expose them to a weird predator so anyway so that's red flag number one it's just that he's this dude that wants to hang around with little kids then you have all these people posting the kids loved him my kid said this too where is that this is on uh the merrimack parents group um uh it's facebook.com slash group slash merrimack parents um 
So, but then maybe you're not in, maybe it's a private group. So maybe, maybe you're not, maybe not seeing it. it. Okay. Anyway, so he's, all these parents are going, he's, my kid said he was super nice to all the kids. Like, yeah, he was super nice to all the kids. Yeah, That's what's he proving this. Like, what do you think? Like, child predators are like mean to kids. Like, kids don't like them. It's freaking crazy people. And then there's all these people going, innocent until proven guilty. My kids loved him. Oh my God. My the kids first loved comment, him. No way. Wow. It says he pleaded not guilty. I wonder what the circumstances were. Yeah, everyone please yeah. not guilty. What the heck? What do you mean you wonder what the circumstances were? It's just like total lunacy. Yeah. So, and then this one person goes, um, one person says, I feel sorry for him if he's innocent. Like, mm-hmm. okay. He was our babysitter. He was awesome. I'm in shock. I would have never thought this. Fantastic. Maybe want and to have a chat says, with the uh, with the kids. Yeah, I, mean, I know. I would have a chat with the kids and like contact the police. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I'm seriously so sad. He was always super great with my kids. Yeah, I yeah. bet he was super great with your kids. I hope this is all a misunderstanding. Like, excuse me. So on the police page, what it says is that it says he pleaded not guilty in Newburyport District Court to possession of child pornography and photographing an unsuspecting nude person. I mean, like, uh, you know, yeah. And so he was with all these kids all the time. And then same parent who says um, he was her babysitter is saying here that um, she's mad because people are posting his like public social media posts where he has pictures of her kids. Um, And. She's like mad that people are posting it. And she's saying like, you don't understand. That was a modeling job. He has a clothing company that he makes. It was a very professional modeling job. He wanted Uh my kids to model for him. Like, yeah, you didn't have any red flags. No. When the 20 something dude who babysits your children was like, wow, your kids are really good looking. They'd be great models. Shauna, I just need you to slip out of what you're wearing for a moment. Put this on. No, all good, mom. Things are going well here. I mean, I it's kind of a modeling. Stunt. Your daughter's so beautiful. She'd make a wonderful model. Do you mind if I have her in for a shoot? Oh, okay. How should she have her mask on or not? Can I stand with Ukraine? Okay. Well, yeah, that's what I don't understand, right? Is it's like it seems so obvious to me that these are all huge red flags, and like I. And then, like, we talk about whether or not to send our kids back to the school district. And I just think, like, I'm supposed to now sit here and believe that the people in those school buildings, the administrators, the people that hired this person and let him be around kids and should have known from parents that he and should have seen they should be looking at their substitute teacher's social media, not to put too fine a point on it. But when you hire a substitute teacher to be around children, looking at their social media should be one of the things you do. And if they're friends with a bunch of 10 year olds on social media, maybe you don't hire that person because that's weird, right? Like, it's just a red flag. And so now I'm supposed to believe that all these people who hired this person and had him be around kids in in our public school district all this year, that that they have our children's best interest at heart and they're going to protect them like we would during the day and not, for example, stand outside in the hallway while they're being murdered by someone with a gun or protect them from being flashed by the creepy drag queen story hour person that they've invited in or whatever other weird thing they've decided to do. I'm supposed to believe that they have my kid's best interest at heart and that it's as good as having me there with my kid during the day, that they've got a handle on things and are aware of what's going on in the school district. I'm supposed to trust them now with my kid like spare me I just it it absolutely like I've talked before about how like the COVID stuff and how our district handled it eroded my trust in the district and made me think that like they're not actually capable of doing this and uh, you know this just proves out to me that the people running the schools are complete garbage in this district and like because if you because I want a school district where a person with social media like that never gets hired. How is it so obvious to you and me when we look at this guy's social media and hear his recommendations where like you call up the person's job recommendations and they say, yeah, he was my kid's babysitter. They modeled for his clothing line. It was great. Like 
Shouldn't you have like alarm bells going off in your head? I don't know where it is that people have no street smarts anymore. Is it all overwritten by by Virtue useless signaling? degrees? Yeah, and and, and I don't know. activist uh, romantic flourishes. They've beaten it out of some people, I guess, because I don't consider myself even that street smart or like aware of stuff. Like I'm pretty innocent of a lot of stuff, but I just. It seems so clear to me that this is not a person you want to but be around your kids. The but the time, school Alice, district doesn't have, apparently, nobody in those buildings who makes any of those decisions has any, like... I mean, this kid, to be around... To be a substitute in the school district, you're around all these other teachers. You're with them in the break room. You think that they, like, didn't pick up red flag? Like, look, I mean, because this isn't a person who's, like, hiding it that well, honestly. If, it, like... They say it's always like the one you never expect, but like mm-hmm. looking at his stuff, I'm like, who any is- anybody who has TikTok is gone, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I, I need a room for my real my real passions and my real self expression, and it's going to be very public. Well, and even like on their TikTok, he's po- even on his TikTok post, he's like posting about having depression and anxiety and stuff, and like that's it. Sayonara. Posting TikToks of like from inside the classroom, like yeah. Forget it. Goodbye. Like, I don't get what what you have to do to get fired from these school districts. And the fact that, that none of this raised any red flags for anybody in those buildings makes me think they're all freaking idiots. And I don't trust them to pick cur- curriculum. I yeah. don't trust them to hang around with my kid all day. Like I, It comes from the same place where these people are saying drag queen in story hour for children. Yes, totally makes sense. Of course, you would have the per- the person who's who the who you would most likely have read to kids are you know nervous parents who are called in because it's their turn. The author, you know, mm-hmm. of the book, which is interesting, which is something you might do, or you might have a teacher do it, or you might have a guy who you could see his junk um, as he's reverse twerking in in the missionary position during the reading or during his uh, passion of the time. And then, and then, do they all make sense? Oh, yeah, to me, they're all the same. I'm so not judgmental, but to me, yeah, that totally makes sense, yeah. Yeah, drag queen is to reading books as author is to reading books. Yeah, well, what do you mean? But yeah, I spent a lot of time with all this, like, drag queen story hour stuff thinking, like, these parents must know at some level that this is weird. Like, they must have some danger sense that should be telling them this. And, like, I don't know how, but, like, if they let their kid be friends with the teacher on snapchat they must not have any danger sense i don't know they, they no they apparently just have nothing left they just let anybody watch their kid i guess i don't know, you know part, of it, I, like, part of this could it's be nuts it's nuts to me part of this could be you know I, I don't know if it was one direction or whatever where i was coming out of heading into boston for work and it was like one direction was playing with all these like 13 year old girls with their moms and a 13 year old girls had their mirror of showing and were had makeup on and they were inappropriately dressed and their moms were dressed exactly like them midriffs makeup etc and i wonder if sometimes the kids are dragging the parents into this because they know that the parents want to be their friend and that's cool if you if your mom wants to be your friend and she's going to buy you stuff and drive you around mm-hmm. well then maybe it's okay to have that alliance and so you bring mom into different cultural things and say, this is my friend Billy who's trans and Sheila who's trans and she's Demi, Demi and this and that. And we want to go to Drag Queen Story Hour, mom. Oh, but you mean drag queen? You mean somebody? They, mom, oh my God, don't be intolerant. Okay, let's go. I'm tolerant. Here we go. I'll bring all your friends. Yeah, it's psychotic. And I don't know like where it comes from that people have just like, shut down all their critical thinking skills about everything but like mm-hmm. you know because like some stuff like the COVID thing I don't agree with it but I like understand that they scared people and there are a bunch of people out there that are like terrified that if their kid takes their mask off that they're gonna have long COVID and be ruined for life or something like I think it's nuts but I like get where that's coming from it's like coming from a place of fear about your kid but like I don't understand where it comes from to think it's fine and great that your little 10-year-old is modeling for and being friends with a 24-year-old guy who teaches her in school on Snapchat. Like, I don't... 
I can't for the life of me figure out where that doesn't already result in a call to the police. I mean, like this is the people in this same town called the police on somebody for posting a Tim Pool podcast in their parents, in their family group, because it was a red flag that they might go shoot up a school because apparently they like guns or something. So but but no, but the teacher Snapchatting elementary school kids that didn't send up any danger signals for you well, i don't Allison, i literally don't understand i'm Allison, like still in shock from this this morning it there, like blew my mind maybe possibly there is hope on the way uh hanging right in there are you ready i'm hanging are you hanging i'm hanging are you hanging i'm hanging i'm still hanging dateline arizona united states of america Okay. Arizona breaking. Arizona House just passed a bill to fund the students instead of systems. Uh, this would be the most expansive education savings account program in the nation. All families would be able to take their children's education dollars to the education providers of their choosing. Yeah, so this is great. This is happening in a lot of states. It's not going to happen here. So, I mean, New Hampshire has a thing also. Mm-hmm. Um which I think is income limited, and I don't know if we would qualify for it or not. Sometimes we qualify for income things because we just have so many kids. I will take a WIC card in a second <laughs> and buy cheese, then please. Sometimes, like, what it counts is the poverty line. Hey, with this inflation, we might be back under the poverty line Very again nice. pretty soon. Who knows? Anyway, so... Um, yeah, so it's basically saying that you can take your education dollars, like, whatever this state spends per pupil like a voucher program and you can go somewhere else take it somewhere else and some states like new hampshire actually allows you to spend it on homeschooling materials too which like Mm -hmm. a lot of states it just has to go to like an actual school but so and other news on that front recently is like maine had this program Mm -hmm. but you couldn't use your voucher on uh religious schools like you couldn't use your voucher for a catholic school because leftists say that's like state money going to a religious group and that's not allowed or something Mm-hmm. But basically, this got taken to the Supreme Court, and it was decided this week that they can't actually discriminate against religious schools. That if you give money to secular schools, that you can't deny it to a comparable institution just because it has a religious point of view. And then all the leftists on Twitter are like, Church and state, man. Yeah, and then they go like, well, now all the Muslims should move to Maine and start opening up schools. Ha ha, take that. And the conservatives are like, okay, good. Like, yeah. I mean, first of all, there's already a lot of Somali people in Maine, so you have a head start. But like, yeah, open up a Muslim school, send your kids to it, and you get the same money as the Catholic school kids get. I don't get it. What's the problem? No one's upset about that or worried about that or anything else. Go have a great time. It's perfect. It works for everybody. I don't, like, I, but... And, and like the abortion question, which also is going to be decided this week, the way that leftists like argue about this stuff just reveals that they've never actually like talked to somebody. No. Because it's like the same thing as when they're like, ha ha, well, how about if we make sure that men can't run out on babies that they father then? Ha ha, we'll make them pay child support from the moment of conception. Ha. And the well, Republicans are like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> that should well, be and, that and, way. And, <laughs> like, even, I don't, what's the problem? Years, even a few years, even, you know, more like 10 years ago. All right. You you think that uh, that we are not able to retain our rights? We're going to do a slut walk. <laughs> where me and my friend, the other co-eds, are going to be naked and walk down the street and defy your sense of Puritan decency. Ha! <laughs> Yeah, they, they they just they never talk to anybody who disagrees with them, so they believe the straw man that's in their heads, and they can't. They're just arguing with this imaginary person that they think just hates whoever. So, so uh, can I move along now? To, yes, move Alice, along. Um, Joe Biden is a psychotic. I know, <laughs> no, no, no. I know that he's old and he's lost his mind, whatever. But he is, he is a psychotic. And mm-hmm. what he said today regarding gas prices, it's not just psychotic. Like, um, I remember one time when I actually was applying for college. Uh, actually, no, I was going to meet an admissions officer to get into Northeastern University, Alice, to, right after high school, to which I was first deferred and then admitted. So let the record show. Northeastern said yes. You were to admitted to a college? I was I admitted. I didn't know that about you. I was admitted. My dad was not 
best friends with the dean of admissions at the time. Absolutely not. And that's not how it happened. <laughs> and the guy looked at my grades and said, oh, my God, we're at least going to have to defer you because I can't. we can't just stay at you. <laughs> we can't just straight let you in. Yeah. So, But anyway, I didn't go. But uh, I remember this guy standing in, the, in front of the green line say, saying, there's the savages. There's the savages. He was just insane. And I thought, you know, what an interesting, crazy person this is. Biden's not just there's the savages. He's dark, divisive. I mean, it really shows that all that's left of this guy is the worst of him. This is him today uh, on gas prices. To the companies running gas stations and setting those prices at the pump. This is a time of war, global peril, Ukraine. These are not normal times. Bring down the price you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you are paying for the product. Do it now. Do it today. Your customers, the American people, they need relief now. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> so we're now, we've run out of options to do anything about inflation. So the president of the United States has resorted to begging and cajoling and mm-hmm. threatening gas station owners to not make any profit to just set their price to what they pay right we're in a time of war it's not normal times where it's a democracy by the way this is authoritarian times it's global peril so everything's everything's out the window are we it's an emergency i'm in charge of all the things now since it's an emergency the rice tag is burning so just do it now who the is this dude to say this holy god impeach this sob immediately as soon as you can are we at war by the way Yes, we are. I've been told the last ten days that we're at war. Yes, I I hate that. I I, that's like thing one is like we're not in a war. Just there's always a war somewhere. And if we are, if we're in a war, uh, it seems to me that the Russians would find that very interesting. Yeah, I would think so. Because do they get to be in the war too? But the truth is that this helps them, right? Like us driving up gas prices. by refusing to buy their oil helps Russia because they can sell their gas for a higher price now to places like China that we have will codified still buy it for a Russia Chinese alliance that was not, never there. And Russia's doing better economically than at any point mm-hmm. since we since they started this war with Ukraine or whatever. And they're doing like, better in the war. Than right, they right. So now it's the it used to be Russia attrition. It's now the world attrition. We're now. We're now suffering economically. Exactly. Well played by Putin. Yeah. So, but it's funny because I don't know. I happened, I was scrolling through my phone looking for like an old photo from the fall today. And I happened upon this meme. You know, the meme where it's like the guy shooting the guy and then he goes, like, Why would whoever do this? And it's Biden shooting his presidency. And it goes, Why would uncontrollable events do this? And it was from like nine months ago, but it was still applicable. And I was like, I can't believe that this is still happening. I mean, like the, the, um, like 538 presidential approval tracker, which is like weighted to help Biden, right? Mm -hmm. Because they like weight all the polls by how good they think they are and all this stuff. And they have him at a 39.3, which is the lowest they've ever had him in it that I can tell. And he's 
uh, he's below every president going back to Truman at this point in his presidency. If you look back through like how it compares to past presidents, it's I mean, like he's lower than Carter was at this point in his presidency, which is like unbelievable. I don't I don't see how this like works out for Democrats. Like, it, uh, yeah, I mean, some I don't know if it's possible for them to course correct. But if anybody smart is left, you know, in Nancy Pelosi's office in Biden's White House, like somewhere somewhere somebody honest must be left. That's going to say, like, we have to do something to stop this bleeding because people freaking hate us. And sending Biden out here to yell at gas stations is not going to solve the problem. Like in doing his creepy whisper, thing, do it now. Like, by the way, by the way, had what we just heard Biden say been a Trump phone call, that's another impeachment. (laughs) Of course. Like, how can I mean, they got mad at Trump because he would like criticize an industry and the stocks would drop Mm -hmm. How because they were like, the president can't use the power of his office to threaten private business. Which also wasn't good. Right. No, they shouldn't. But the president shouldn't be yelling at private industries to do stuff that they want there's also scapegoating gas stations i mean it's psychotic it's crazy i mean like does he think that the gas station owners are like raking it in and having a great yeah it's that everybody ron Klain and the the 27 year olds in his office are seeing these memes everywhere and actually going to gas stations in alexandria virginia and it says i did this with biden next door and they're like "We we have to message against this well, yeah, and then it totally undercuts their whole point that they're always making where they're like, oil is traded on a global market. The president doesn't control gas prices, you know, and like all this stuff. And then to have him go out there and yell at the gas station owners, like, I mean, what is that supposed to do? I thought it was traded on a global market and the president couldn't control the gas prices. If the president of the United States can't do anything about gas prices, what do you expect the like immigrant who owns the Sunoco to be able to do about it? Well, right. He's using bullying and and really, uh, you know, a, a aggressive dictator, uh, you know, uh, tactics on the retail end of this. Meanwhile, he's destroyed the source end of this. Right. So now there's talk. Did you see this? That they're talking about using the Defense Production Act to, to do more refining? No, but I thought... No. So he's going to drive the businesses uh, out of business? So they're going to get the government into the business now of making oil, even though they're telling us they want the oil industry to end in the next few years. This seems good, doesn't it, to have the government mess. start to take this- over the energy industry? And now we have, like, this... This precedent for using the Defense Production Act all the time, egged on by us too. I mean, like being honest about about the baby formula yeah. stuff and whatever else. But it's like you've set the precedent now, so now they're going to do this. Like, and we really, I mean, the word socialism and communism get thrown around a lot, but like the government taking over industries to do stuff is actually that. Yes. <laughs> That's actually like in the definition. So let's go to Jennifer Granholm, the Secretary of um, Energy, just in case you thought any of this is just simply off the top of Biden's head. It is not. The real truth is that uh, as long as our nation rela- re- remains overly reliant on oil and fossil fuels, we'll feel the these price shocks again. This is not going to be the last time. The next time there's a war, the next time there's a pandemic or another hurricane, these extreme weather events we are experiencing, they will impact the access that we have to fossil fuels. The only way out of these boom and bust cycles is to break that sole reliance, and that means diversifying our fuel sources by deploying clean energy. And the- um, a, a couple of things. One... Was there once you like once again? Is every future war that we're not directly involved in our war? Um. Next time there's a war. Next time there's a pandemic. Do we have to once again? Is every future pandemic have to be an exact facsimile of the way we handled this last one? Um. These are policy problems. There's yeah. a war. Because the f***ing idiot in the White House gave away all the chips when he came into the White House. Right. And the, and he made it extremely for, for, fortunate, fortuitous, fortuitous for the Russians to roll into Ukraine. 
Yeah. And there's problems with the supply chain because we decided that while we were dying from COVID, some of us would get in a fetal position too and we made corporations get in a fetal position. This was not... Uh, no, it, what the, the truth is, the next time there's a you, we need to be ready. Right. The truth is that... Um that this isn't about Putin or the supply chain or the pandemic or anything else, even though it is about those things. But ultimately, the decision on how to handle them comes from the White House. And like you can see that or from unaccountable bureaucracies that, for example, Trump didn't do enough to kneecap all those agencies and stuff mm-hmm. that started to do stuff during his presidency. They were busy kneecapping but, him. Or else yeah. He so, yeah, I mean, true. But I mean, you can see how much worse it is with a Biden in the White House, honestly, who's like working together with them to make it worse. But it's incredible to me that, you know, how badly he's been able to screw everything up in such a short amount of time. Like, we're not even halfway into this. And and it's like this. Like, that's why I think the Republicans need to impeach him. So um, Myra Flores was sworn in today. You want to hear some MFLO? On behalf, she is the lady who um, won in Texas. This is a special election, so she's got to run again in November. And I am nervous, Alice. Yeah, they did redistrict it, so it was a Biden plus four district, and now it's a Biden plus fifteen district. Mm-hmm. And she won it by like uh, eight points, I think, against a Republican. Uh, or against a Democrat. Against it's weird. So the way Texas does these special elections, I mm-hmm. had to look it up because I was like, "What is going on with this weird election?" Is they do like one of those um, jungle primary runoff things? Yeah, I forgot um, what it's called. The, um... In the um, in a special election only. So right. So they do a regular primary for normal elections. So she already won before the special right. election. The primary for the main election in November. But she, but basically, they just have everybody run, and you have to get over fifty percent. Right. What's that she called? Got, we can't remember. I think it's called a jungle primary. Isn't oh, it? but there's another word for it: soft vote flailing or something. <laughs> so, so let me put on. Let me put her on. Okay, we like Myra Flores. Okay. The entire Texas delegation, please welcome with me the United States Congress, the Honorable Myra Flores, her husband John, and their four beautiful children. Myra. Thank you. Madam Speaker, I rise today to give a voice to the voiceless, to say that the people who live and work in South Texas have had enough. We want to be heard, and we are tired of being treated like second-class citizens. I was born in Burgos, Tamaulipas, Mexico. Si, senor. How do Democrats like hearing this? <laughs> oh, ho, ho. She, she's speaking Spanish. She was born in Mexico. And raised with strong values to always put God and family first. My father, Saul Flores, moved us to the United States because of the promise of America. He told me, in this country, if you work hard, you can accomplish anything. My story proves he is right. But right now, our people are struggling. They are taken for granted. That How much ends you want to now. Go? The whole thing? Or? And it's, I'm it's here. It's not that long. I have risen from working in the cotton fields to representing How happy is Nancy Pelosi right now? I have right risen now? from working in the cotton fields this to This is rep- a nightmare for Democrats <laughs> to, to, to see and hear a Republican speaking like this. This is no, this is eating their lunch. This is not what they want to see. They also spent a lot of money in this race when they got nervous about it. And I mean, they know it's only for a few months and that there is another election in November that she's less likely to win. Although never say never. Right. Um, but they they poured like hundreds of thousands of dollars then into this race when they got nervous about it after she seemed to be doing pretty well. They were assuring everybody there was going to be a runoff that this wasn't going to happen. Mm hmm representing the community I love in the United States Congress, and I will give them a voice. I will use it to say our lives are not a game. 
Our people deserve to have opportunity, security, and freedom. And I will work every day to give it to them. I am a proud Border Patrol wife and a mother of four young children fighting for a better future for them and for all our children. Thank you, Madam Speaker. I yield back. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Do you want anything more? That's it. Oh, it's just a standing over for the yeah. rest, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would say that Republicans in Congress were pretty happy. So that's already, Nancy Pelosi already had, like, not a very big majority. She couldn't lose a lot of people on any of these votes. So this is another seat they're down. The Democrat who was in this seat retired. So, I mean, it remains to be seen if she can hold it in November. But she's going to be there at least till January, which causes them some headaches. And, and yeah, I mean, like... I. I wouldn't say it's impossible. This seat flipped. It, like Biden won by four and she won by nine. Like that's a 13 point. Oh, flip. that would like, be wonderful. I mean, like, I don't know. <laughs> um. So, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Wouldn't it be wonderful to have the people who accuse the Republicans of being so racist have to deal with her you know they just they feed everybody into the oh you're a racist 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 to watch them make her into a racist will be very interesting and they will they'll get their minds around it there's no doubt yeah of course i mean they already um hispanic people are already like halfway to not counting as people of color anymore as far as democrats are concerned but this hispanic shift in in voting patterns is real and it's really happening and south texas is one of the places where it's happening big time i mean florida also um so also in other sort of interesting election news did you see the andrew gillum stuff i saw you got indicted so yeah so this was um he was the guy who was running against Ron DeSantis in 2018, and DeSantis won by like 0.4% or something. It was like not by a big amount. And um, he was just indicted for like massive fraud, <laughs> massive fraud. And I mean, like a bunch of people are saying, and I think it's probably true, if he had won the governorship, he probably never would have been indicted. Like he probably... Would have, they wouldn't have yeah, cared. Yeah, I think somebody said that the feds would have a guy. In the, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It would have been fine. But yeah, so, but imagine like how, the level of corruption and that Florida would be in right now, like what a different place it would be and not having them as like the example, the shining light that led the country on not having COVID restrictions during all the COVID pandemic. Mm -hmm. Like it's weird how these things hinge on just a few votes sometimes. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right, I'll be ready for the chat chat. Yeah, let's head to the chat chat. All right. Hey, Tom and Alice, BMX Bandits is way better than Johnny B. Good. Stars a young Nicole Kidman, only 16 years old when this movie was made. All right, bye. All right, so let's work on this for a moment. Yeah, BMX Bandits, of course, Johnny B. Good was an aberration. It was, uh, it, it was. A natural, it was a cultural disaster. It was a national disaster for the United States. <laughs> that, that movie was ever made is terrible. Um, Johnny B. Good. BMX Bandits, he's right. The very attractive, very young Nicole Kidman. I'm allowed to say that because it was done in 1983 and I was only 10 and she was 16. So that's all good. She was lovely. That was a very important movie, BMX Bandits. Let me just tell you. Now... Uh, do you realize, Alice, I'll give you $100 right now. What are you looking at? What are you looking at? I'm looking, I'm looking at, at you. you. looking at you. <laughs> I was checking the monitor to make sure everything I was okay. I want to make sure you're not going to... I'm uh, managing a whole show here. I'm going to make sure you're not about to cheat on what I'm saying. I'm not cheating. $100. You get $100 <laughs> if you can tell me where Nicole Kidman was born. Australia? Incorrect. It's another Island. New Zealand. Incorrect. Try again. I don't know. What is Honolulu, Hawaii? Really? Correct, indeed. Hmm. Then she moved to, she moved to the down under. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Can you go with I was born ready? I was born ready. Tom. This is Replica Shattuck. I didn't expect Replica Shattuck to sound like that. Tom. Yes. Why the fuck Jeez. do you keep trying to quit drinking? <laughs> what is the point of that? You now hold on. Before you go on, we're not trying to quit drinking. We're trying to um, substitute 
behaviors, not necessarily on a permanent basis whatsoever. Substitute some behaviors with better behaviors that are going to uh, improve us. So in other words, um, losing weight, saving money, uh, you know, doing things like that. I think there are a few things. Having a cleaner house. Having a cleaner house. Because if you use time. Getting more sleep. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of um, watching the, you know, the Battle of the Bulge, uh, you know, remake for 147th time at 947 (laughs) at night on the couch. You know, we're trying to do some other stuff. Um, So, okay, I'll let you go on. You have a wife that'll sit there and crack cold ones with you. True. Every day. (laughs) Yeah. On or off the show. Doesn't matter. You guys are still drinking together. The rest of us are out here in the world. You know, you have to wait until your wife, you know, falls asleep before you can crack your third beer without getting, you know, uh, eyebrow raised at you. Mm. And you keep trying to quit. There's no point. Why even fight it? Nobody likes a quitter to begin with. Mm -hmm. And we're dealing with pronouns and plaudits (laughs) and And pedophiles in the case of Pentucket. All the P's. There's no point in quitting. No point. Just keep drinking. There's other ways to fix issues. But drinking solves a lot of issues. <laughs> Alice, he makes a strong case. He does. I'm is, first convinced. of all, I want to say, Alice, you can clap too. I know, I'm not going to clap. Let's give him a standing O. That was one hell of a speech. That was better than Gettysburg Address. It was effective. <laughs> it was honest. It was truthful. I can't argue with one part of that. That was a damn rallying cry. I feel like this is a... Uh, I feel like... like What's that? Uh, freedom? What was the, the Mel Gibson thing? You probably don't know because it's only the most the popular. Like, <laughs> the like Scottish Yes. Thing. Yeah. Okay, Braveheart? Braveheart. There you go. <laughs> that was brilliant. That was freaking inspiring, Alice. And we're going to, I'm going to the packy immediately. <laughs> no. Not allowed. Oh, not allowed. They'd have to catch like 10 more predators in our school system before I would be ready to uh, break my three-day sobriety. Oh, how dare you, Alice. All right, let's hit, uh, let's see. Hi, babies, it's Les. I want to talk about this nonsense gun control bill that is being passed through the Senate today. Red flag laws are inherently biased against female gun owners. They're sexist. You know why? Because women emote. Women now in the last several generations are trained to emote on social media. Mm. So we see every woman, excuse me, most women we know say, I'm anxious, I'm depressed, I have this feeling, this feeling, this feeling. It's an open door for somebody that doesn't like that woman or doesn't like that the fact that the woman owns a gun or any other reason to alert the police and law enforcement and have them take away that woman's firearm. Now, let's go down the obvious road. And what does that mean for perhaps some women's ex-husband or ex-boyfriend or ex-anything else who perhaps the woman armed herself for self-defense against them? That former abuser can now alert the police and disarm the woman. This is a terrible, terrible, slippery slope. In a perfect world, as I believe Alice has said, red flag laws would be great. But in the present world, in 2022, this is just another tool for people that want to control other people, most notably the Democrat controlling party in the U.S., to disarm people that just want to be left alone. Love you. Bye. Thank you, Leslie. Well, I have actually... um alerted the police about my wife's emotional uh, roller coaster considering the uh, tweet you did the other night about having to put up <laughs> at 3.30 I have to put up the video because my husband makes me well the, the police know about it now they'll be coming to your okay. guns good okay good yeah no it's it's really like yeah if nobody would ever abuse red flag laws that'd be right but like Leslie said I'll- it's gonna it's ripe for abuse it's gonna cost people tons of money fighting stupid things accusations in court to try and get their guns back guarantee police departments will like lose a bunch of people's guns quote unquote after they confiscate them so like if they come for yours you better have like a full a full list with photos of what they take i mean it's just it's ridiculous how how corrupt it is and how it will be abused ultimately uh this is what's going to happen is Mm -hmm. 
the the Congress negotiators are going to tussle with Cornyn and Republicans, and this thing is going to be delayed, 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 delayed. No vote, no vote, no vote. And this thing is going to be uh, torpedoed. So it did. So they released the law and it like passed the initial mm-hmm. thing that it has to. And it was like 64, whatever, 6434. So. Uh, but it's got to pass. It has to be a straight up Senate vote. And then there's got to be a, a vote on the two bills because this is part mm-hmm. of the. And that's where the problem. Yeah. Is. So basically they voted to fast track it. Right. So they haven't actually voted on it yet. Right. But they, in theory, now have enough votes to do it. But just hopefully the debate now will be enough. I'd say call your senator, but don't waste your time if you live in Massachusetts because <laughs> you have better things to do. Like calling into the chat chat. You can do that at burnbarrelpodcast.com and leave a message there. There's a red button for you to leave a voicemail. Uh, you can also always talk to us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. Write us an email, burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. And as always, find us on your favorite podcast app. Leave us an Apple podcast review if you get a chance to. People say that does something. I don't really know. Say la vie. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.